Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Quarantine, Episode 3. Uh, today's guest is a good friend of mine, a very funny comedian, and I definitely wouldn't have said either of those two things if I thought there was any chance of him actually listening to his own episode. I'm talking, of course, about my co-host of the Hot Dates show, currently on hiatus until further notice, Reed Brackenberry. So without further ado, uh, let's get started. You there? My mic was muted. There we go. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. So it was your fault. I was like, this isn't my fault. Uh, but I also should have had the headphones in. I said, you like uh, my quarantine stash? Uh, no. Yeah. It, you know, you, normally you look like a child. Now you look like a child molester. It's like, um, like going undercover for, like, pedophiles, you know? Yeah, you're you're going to the undercover pedophile world but then but then you get seduced by it then you're once you're in it once yeah. once you're in it you're like i'm gonna take down these motherfuckers but then you get in it and you start to see things i think we have a new hot uh hot movie idea i think so we can write the screenplay with all the time that we have okay so but like, but like i was in love with tommy <laughs> <laughs> But also, I think there could be. I think you could also star in a prequel to. Well, you know what could be funny is that in the flashbacks where we find out you were molested when you were young, um, you can also play that role. Just sans mustache, you just shave the mustache, and you get to also play the kid like uh, Martin Short and Clifford. Um. I liked your uh, that sentence. We can it'll be fun. We can flash back to when you were molested. <laughs> this is already. I can't decide uh, yeah. if this is the most problematic uh, podcast we had yet. Well, I came in hot with the mustache, so I, I, I do had a lot of this coming. Yeah, yeah. Even if this, even if this remained on mute, it was the most problematic podcast we've had yet. Um, we start off unmuted. That's pretty good. What are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, a LaCroix, but I put uh, oranges, blueberries, and pineapples in it. You do, I, I, like, I like the idea, though, that you've just gone full alcoholic. Like, you look like an abusive dad, like in the early stages of his alcoholism pre-becoming abusive, and you have the baby Yoda hat on. That's what you wear to relate to the children. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's how you... That's I don't how you... start drinking until 1 p.m., though. That's, I, that's my rule. I don't start drinking until 1 but you start drinking at one? Yeah, one. So in 20 minutes, you can start drinking. I barely got it's out of bed. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Is that the bed you barely got out of over there? It is. It is. And because. Well, you made it no, and everything. For no other reason than I've been doing this podcast. Uh, normally, norm I've talked about this on, on most episodes of the podcast because people comment. Uh, most episodes on 50% of the episodes so far now make that 66.66% the top five comments. So we make sure not to touch them. So like, I don't want your one listener to be like, Oh, this again. Okay. We talked about, I've talked about hunters in both of them. We've talked okay. about my main, my mate bed in both of them. Mm -hmm. uh, if we get into something else, I'll, I'll, I'll someone I'll... mentioned the, the record player and top hat over there. Are you? No. So the record player just given to me uh, recently. I have a bunch of records, but I didn't have a record player. You know, I put the cart before the the egg before the chicken. Uh, and um, and you know, you have music records. Not well, the person who gave me the record player, I had lent my magic hat to him for a for a dinner party murder mystery thing he had done. Um, 
repeat that one more time? He did a like a dinner party murder mystery. So his, your magic hat? Yeah, because he, he had to be a magician for the dinner party. You guys call it a magic hat? Well, yeah, like my magician's top hat. I mean, my top hat, but, yeah. uh, you know, used for when I would do uh, magic back in the day. Listen, man, are you going to grow a mustache or what? Uh, I've, done, I've, I've been mustached before for a period of time. What? When? What? Uh, a, couple, a couple of years ago, when I started shooting the doc, like literally right before I started shooting the doc, I had a mustache. And then I figured I better shave this now uh, before I film the doc because it would have it would have it would have taken all the attention away from everything else, and they would have just been like, yeah, "What yeah, is going yeah, on? This, this movie, guy's, that guy's mustache over there. Let's focus on that." Ugh, I'm drinking the most horrendous coffee I've old. ever made. What? It looks old. No, it's new, but but it's like one of those Insta coffee packets from Starbucks. Um, yeah because my roommate just left and she took all the coffee making stuff with her. Uh, and um, so I had to do the ends back. And she also talk, took the kettle. So I had to microwave the water and it's just the worst coffee I've ever had in my life. <laughs> microwave the water. I haven't done that since like made like hot chick chocolate as a kid. I never microwaved the water. So Only you, my so you, how's your quarantine going? You're, you're with, you're with Anna. You're with your, you're with your lady. Yeah, um, I take I taken her on a honeymoon that she's pissed about a little bit. Just like, hey, we can go to Rome or Italy, or we can stay quarantined in our house for two weeks, two months. And, it's, and it's also a relatively new relationship. You've you've been dating half as long as I supposedly have, and I'm I'm not even quarantining together with the person. You messed up, man. It's the best. Is it the best? Is I get three cooked meals every single day. How many days have you been together? No. Uh, we are on day five. Okay, day five. I day looked five. At, I looked at it for confirmation. Also, she looked very upset when I said that she cooked all the meals. Oh, oh, oh. So I can't, I can't even get an honest read on the quarantine relationship because she's right there watching. No, I'll say she's, she's, she's watching you, she making sure you don't say anything. How does she feel she, about uh, the mustache? She loves the mustache. She, in fact, she, she, she told me to keep it. She told you to keep it. That, yeah. like, Lana, Lana, what are you worried about? You really worried about someone scooping up Reed that you're making him have a mustache? You've already got him trapped in your house. <laughs> are, you, are you really so worried that someone's going to scoop Reed up that you made him grow a mustache? That's like the facial equivalent of like having your boyfriend wear Hawaiian shirts, which I see you've essentially also done via that uh, sweatshirt. You're just Rather trying to... And, and the baby Yoda hat. It's like you're doing everything you can to make Reed as a... Josh, you wouldn't believe this. I went outside for a minute walk. No one hit on me. Can you believe that? There we go. There we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can believe it. I could, I could fully believe Josh, it. Your bed looks like it belongs to an orphan. Why is it so fucking creepy? What's what do you mean? My bed is creepy. <laughs> oh, I, you're not on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> make fun of my bed. Let's see your bed. Is your bed made? Is your bed made right now? Show you where the magic is made. 
Okay, I can see where yours is made. Right on that chair. <laughs> Looks like an orphan's bed. Yeah. Like, I got a nice bed frame. And, you look, uh, your bed looks like the bed from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> You're missing four old people in your bed. Yeah, and you look like you look like one of the children from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, you look like a Oopa Loopa in the first phase. Look at that shirt. <laughs> my my sports shirt? My yeah. my uh You see my sports shirt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did Lana get you that hat? No, I got it in Canada. That's all you got I got it in Canada. That that's the only place they're selling baby Yoda merch. Yeah. So yeah. what was like what was like the uh what was the journey from Canada to here alike? When you try oh, to come, you're gonna, you're gonna love this. Uh, you're as you're wondering what the American system is uh, is happening right now. Because remember, you scared me. I was, I was. You're like, you should stay I, in Canada. I scared you. You yeah. scared me a little bit with some. I just didn't like the idea of you quarantining with your girlfriend while mine won't quarantine oh, yeah. with me. So I was like, oh, I, was like yeah, I can't have, I can't, I can't watch Reed. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm just like posting all these stories, like, oh, we're we're having romantic movie night, and you're just like doing a podcast with degenerates. Uh, so <laughs> I was there, and you said, why don't you stay back home with your mom and her house? And my options were stay at home with my mom, a 66 year old woman, for maybe two months, or go back home to my lovely girlfriend. And I chose the, the latter. The latter was the obvious choice there. Yeah. So when I got there on the plane, uh, we stopped in Dallas. Dallas was fine. All they did was say, go Cowboys. And then when <laughs> I went, yeah, that was it. And I arrived in LAX, and you were saying, like, oh, there's going to be a huge screening and all that. They're gonna, well, that like, was like, like when you were saying you were leaving, that's when, like, all these stories, like, I'm not at the airport. Like, why would I ever go to LAX if I didn't have to to begin with? I try. I I almost opt. I almost opt to do um, one stop flights out of Burbank Airport when I go home, versus taking direct flights from LAX. That's how much I hate LAX. I'd rather have a. St I'd um, I I debate whether or not I'd rather deal with like a uh, connecting flight than deal with LAX. In general, in general, I find LAX that bad. And then all these stories are coming out of O'Hare of just people smushed together, like like going down the escalators, being screened and stuff. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, the last thing they like looked like my absolute nightmare. I'm barely handling being in a house with three people, let alone like being in an airport with. Countless. Are they doing podcasts right now as well? Like a my roommates? Yeah. No, no, no. They're not comedians. One of them's a musician. He's doing music. We're 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 planning on making some like Insta music videos. I I've made some for him in the past. But... <laughs> All of this is gonna come out of this uh, this outbreak. It's mostly yeah. <laughs> like artists posting their works. <laughs> Honestly, though, it's like it's like if you remove the pandemic aspect of this whole thing, like kind of a dream. If we could like, like, but, but because of the pandemic, deeply stressful, deeply stressful. It's like, like if you told me, Josh, two months at home, do whatever you want, but you can't leave. I'd be like, great, great. Been eating this, wanting this, yeah. looking forward to this. Get those projects done. Yeah. But, but also Josh, you're a hypochondriac and there's a deadly virus that's incredibly contagious and you have to be with two people who are less worried about it than you. Oh, yeah, they 
give a shit. I keep thinking of that scene in uh, in Watchmen where Rorschach's like, "I'm not in here with you. You're in here with me." That that that's me to them. Like you're not. I'm not quarantined with you. You're quarantined with me. <laughs> I'm a monster. Well, we all knew that. Uh, Josh, how long do you think it took me to get from the off the plane into uh, the car where Lana picked me up from the airport. How long? Ten minutes. Five. Really? Five whole minutes. No one said anything. No swab. No. Hey, you, man. you didn't check any bags though. You're like you're like thrifty. You'll like you'll like wear clothes underneath your clothes and like okay. waddle into the airport. Okay. You're like wearing. You're like sweating profusely, wearing like twelve shirts because you couldn't fit it all into your carry on. People are looking at you like you have the virus. <laughs> you look feverish, but really it's just all the clothes you're wearing in order to transport it to Los Angeles. It's 35 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Five hour flight <laughs> just sitting there. Uh, you want to know something? Uh, speaking of like people thinking that uh, like I have the virus, I did a couple shows back in Canada and my mom uh, came to see one of the shows. And then, like, halfway during the show, she got up to go to the bathroom twice. Uh, she, it, she looked like she instantly got coronavirus. After the show, she was just hunching over like this, holding up. A little clock. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing too well. My mom's overdramatic. What I'm trying to say, <laughs> she's overdramatic. So if she was like, had a slight cough, she would make it look like she was dying of the black lung or something. So she's going like that, and I see the corner of my eye, just 15 people like gathered up, like, oh dear God, we made a mistake coming out to this show, because <laughs> she's just like <laughs> coughing like that. Dead right now, but she was faking it for a good while. <laughs> uh, for for those of you out there listening, zero people that don't know everyone, Reed hosts a show uh, or used to host a show. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Not R.I.P. specifically to Reed's show. Uh, R.I.P. to Reed's mom, who clearly got the corona. No, no. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. to all shows right now. Um, uh, Reed Reed hosts a show where his mom judges. Uh, comedians, I've I've placed first, second, and third. Um, Slide that in there, Woj. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a mommy knows best favorite. I've even hosted and once. Place fifth, second, nineteen, seventeen. I think you did this because, like, you you cursed everyone because you had offered me to guest host while you were in Canada with my mom, and then you stole it away from me to give to Lana and the universe. Being that Zach Mendes told me last episode that I think I'm the center of the universe. And if that's true, I think I may have willed this because of the gross, the gross, uh, um, uh, inappropriate, you know, removing of a show from somebody. Uh, I didn't think you can handle it. Huh? I didn't think you can handle it. But put on the lineup, and I was not impressed. But when your mom watches shows of you, like at in Canada when you're there, can she like? Does she like automatically like start ranking people? Does she like tell you who she would have who she would have mommy knows bested? I go back home, and you can see like old scraps of paper that are like it's like uh, like March uh, 9th, and then it has like uh, notes of the comics, has a little name, and says short, not very good, or. <laughs> <laughs> 
getting better. Well, I like those ones because she kind of like gauges people's progress at the standard. <laughs> She's the Rita of the Hollywood Hotel. Rita being the booker at the Improv. Look at some of the winners, they've got on to bigger and greater things. <laughs> so. Matt Bell. Matt yeah. Bell, two-time, two-time, uh, has, beat me, has beat me in two, two competitions now. Uh, if, I, if I do have the virus, I definitely got it at that fourth wall show because it's the last thing I did socially before quarantining. Yeah. And, uh, and, the, and, and Joe said he was going to um, Venmo me the $100 I won. Has he? And no, then the next day I like message him. I'm like, hey, still waiting on that memo. He's like, hey, I need to give you cash. So like I basically hazmatted myself, went to the fourth wall cafe where they were running a mic and collected that hundred dollars. Cause I said to myself, if I don't get this money now, mm. never get yeah, yeah. And when you went, <laughs> how tempted were you to do the mic? Because I know you're Jones and to do some stand-up comedy. Oh, zero no, percent. I I honestly, this is like really help. I, this has really helped me realize how much I hate it. How much I hate it. Over, yeah, like, how, so stressing about like how when they're going to do their next mic, and I'm like, I don't give a shit. I, I don't like stand up anymore. Over the microphone, just yeah. my tooth uh, glass. Oh, good. Well, you can go outside to attend this. And I touch my face. Another thing is doing this podcast, watching back the videos, like when I'm editing it for yeah. the internet, I realize how much I'm touching my face still. Despite well, if you clean your own hands, is it okay to touch your face? What? Is it if you're like you you clean your hands and you're in self quarantine? How how much of your face can you touch? I mean, you're just not supposed to. You just have no idea. There's probably like you can't get every inch unless you know you're like I don't know. I don't know. I I have a big house, so it's like hard for me to like trust. And people are in and out. Like my roommates, I mean, they're basically been quarantined, but they're more in and out than like I am. So I have no idea what they're touching and fucking doing, but I wash my hands incessantly. I've got like a whole bunch of hand sanitizers. I've been touching my mustache nonstop. <laughs> yeah, that's like right underneath your nose. That's like right underneath your nose. You've, yes. you've, and you traveled from Canada. You went through LAX. You're a hundred percent. I went through three airports. Yeah. Oh, I have it for sure. You you had to do three transfers. Yeah, I, did. I had to stop in O'Hara. <laughs> No, you didn't. Right crazy. Right before I got all crazy. <laughs> no, you didn't. You went to oh, Dallas. Nice. Yeah, I had it. Uh, uh, no, on the way there, I had a stopover. In Dallas, they're like, we ain't afraid no virus. <laughs> they were just shooting the virus. How dare you, coronavirus? I dare you. And they just asked me, do, they, do you think Dak can go all the way? And I was like, yeah, yeah, long-term contract. <laughs> <laughs> so the I one. Thought, I actually, I'll tell you what I honestly thought. I honestly thought the Cowboys were going to let Dak go and scoop up Brady, but uh... no way. How do you feel about Brady going to the Bucks? And by the way, this is what I've been caring about the most during this whole pandemic is NFL free agency. Yeah, well, that's that's the I only sports there is anymore. That's the yeah. only sports there is anymore. Um, what do I think of Brady going to the Bucks? Uh, man, I'm about to. We're about to lose so many of my one listeners with uh, sports talk. I feel it's like not, yeah, it's, uh, LA podcast. Seems to go into sports. Like I think no. we're about to see Tom Brady's Wizards years. He's are like he already wasn't as good last year, and like it's gonna. He's gonna have like games that are incredible, and then it's gonna be like the Wizards. What well, think of the storyline right now? Because the Super Bowl is gonna be played at the Buccaneers Buccaneers Stadium this year. 
So if he gets all the way to the Super Bowl, it'll be the first team ever to have the Super Bowl in the home uh, game. Imagine him going against the Patriots. The Patriots won't be there. I don't think either of them will be there. They're going to get Cam Newton, and Cam Newton's going to lead them all the way. I'd love that. I'd actually love that. I love Cam Newton. I'd love to see because, like, I'd love, I'd love to like defeat Tom Brady's legacy by just showing like a supposedly lesser quarterback coming into New England and uh, and just showing that that system is really like like you plug. Because, like, I've always felt like Brady looks like he just stands in place. There's a literal wall in front of him. And, like, it's like receivers get open. He's, like, target. And he's got a good arm. He's got a good arm. He definitely has a good arm. But, I, you know, I can't help but feel like Marino in that system. Oh, you're – get over it. He won't win. <laughs> Nobody had Marino's arm. Hey, Nobody had his like if you use a time machine, you wouldn't go back and start like uh, like save I like go back so, and kill you know before like stopping the Holocaust or something. I'd be like back. I'd be like I'd go back and try to get uh and tr- and like try to prove that I can like predict things in football so that I could like be in charge of the draft for the next few years and just pick all the people that I know are gonna blow up but that fell below the Dolphins pick. Yeah. Create a season Marino. Keep losing. You're like, what am I doing? That would be great. All right. <laughs> we should probably stop. We did five minutes of sports talk, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no more sports talk. You can't talk. do any more sports talk. You can't do it in this town. Have you been watching movies? Have you been watching any movies while you've been in quarantine? Yeah. We watched, trying to get her to you watch. Know, you made a promise. You. I asked what you were going to do. You said you were going to be making hot videos. Yeah. What's happening with that? Where, where's, where are those videos? Making little videos. I'm working on editing them. I've seen lots of other people making some hot content. Real quick. Ch- churning it out. Churning out the content. I don't have to Seeing a lot of talk. A lot, a lot of talk and a little bit of action. Yeah. Well, what videos are you releasing? You guys are releasing podcasts. I've just been doing those little Insta, like I've been like playing with the Insta filters, trying to come up with creative things to do with the Insta uh, filters, uh, making the podcast. The podcast is a lot of work. I've been um, editing subtitles for uh, editing subtitles for people's stand up. Everyone's stand-up. doing that. Yeah, I know. I know. And I figured I can do it. And people in this time in these hard times are you charging people yeah yeah but but i do really cool if you look at the way i do the things they're they're pretty cool um good ad (laughs) (laughs) uh, i did one for egan robinson today like like i did some fun things i tried to watch the first five seconds of that (laughs) uh you're like these subtitles are way better than the ones i've been doing on my free phone app um Uh, I'm doing one of those virtual shows later. I'm kind of okay. freaking out. You're the only comedian on that one, right? Yeah, yeah, which is uh, also scary. Have you done this yet? Where like I can't imagine like how many people can watch you at once. I guess so. Like I was watching on St. Patty's Day, uh, Dropkick Murphy. They had like four thousand viewers. They just said like a concert in front of no one. It was kind of cool, but like imagine you doing stand up in like front of no one on all you it can see. It feels weird. Like, like, did you watch that John Oliver from last Sunday? No, I haven't done that yet. Um, because you're poor, you can't afford HBO. You piece oh, of sorry. shit. You're you poor piece of shit. Give me your HBO Go password now. Um, no, so it was like weird because John Oliver did it in an empty studio by himself, and he was still doing all of his jokes. And it just felt like watching a comedian just bomb yeah. well, <laughs> and not acknowledge that they were bombing. 
Yeah. Like, like just, just powered through, just powered through. It just felt like I'm like, this is like a hard bot. This is like hard to watch. Hang in there, John Oliver. Hang in there. So I'm, I'm worried because like, I'm not going to be able to hear no, any little heart things, right? Yeah. I'm just going to have those little heart things, but I'm just worried. I'm just going to see thumbs downs like yeah, flying yeah. up the screen as I go. And I feel like that's almost more disheartening than silence because silence is like, Maybe they're laughing on the inside, but this is them actively telling me, I hate you. Yeah. I hate you. That's going to suck for you. <laughs> it's rough because like, 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 uh, you know, what can, what can I even talk about? Nothing, nothing no. exists. There's nothing. None of my material is relevant anymore. Yeah, I didn't understand when people were doing like, still doing the slotted open mics or like going around doing open mics during this pandemic. What are you talking about? You can't be talking anything but not the coronavirus. Well, when I was doing when I was doing slotted mics uh, and signing up under other comedians' names to avoid Sarah Lawrence yelling at me. Uh, no, no, no. Um, yeah, I just like I'm like I, I almost feel like I'm gonna riff, but I feel like I'm just I'm just gonna do this live in front of an audience in between actual musicians creating something real. Mm -hmm. um, I dare you to go in. With actual material for the first three minutes, but then again, you have no gauge. You have no idea how they're responding. I have no idea how they're responding. You know, yeah, normally you'd be like, "Okay, you don't want to hear this. You want like, me to talk." About like, what if I've hit four punchlines and no one's even realized I've hit a punch? I don't know how I'm doing. It's a very weird. It's a it's a weird phenomenon. Oh, so what you gotta do? Huh? You gotta hold each time. You like as soon as you get your punchline, you act like you're an old comic in vaudevillian days. Maybe I'm just gonna do magic. <laughs> do it I at least that at least that'll trend like i i need like i told myself today maybe i'd wake up and do something i coughed earlier today it freaked me out <laughs> <laughs> I'm coughing all day man i cough blood i didn't worry about it <laughs> i i dead now she's in the corner over there and like i like i've been feeling nauseous too but i can't tell if it's just this horrible coffee i made for sure that horrible coffee i'm sure Hey, for the stand-up show, are you going to be standing up and doing it, or are you going to sit in your chair like that? I'm probably going to sit in my chair like this. They were like, maybe you could like make a set, and I thought about it, and then I just got depressed. The problem is, once it gets to nighttime, I get depressed every day, you know? Yeah. That's when I started. <laughs> because I used to hide my depression by going to open mics. Yeah, you, you really forcing people, well. Forcing people to be around me. Um, getting uproarious <laughs> laughter. Uh, yeah. So, so <laughs> are all these days blending together for you? Or are you like, oh, I'm going to actually I, this. I have that. no idea what day it is. I have no idea how long I've been quarantined for. But to be fair, I usually don't know what day it is because I don't have a real job. Oh, thank you. I got a, a chocolate strawberry. God damn it. God damn it. What'd your girlfriend get you? <laughs> um, she baked me a cake for my birthday, dropped it off at my door, called me, and then spoke to me from 10 feet away. <laughs> is that her request, or is that your request? <laughs> um, she uh, wants well, to quarantine with you. You're all like, no, well, no, to no, be no. fair, To be fair, she's been telling me her roommate is sick. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say, to be fair, her roommate is sick. I'm going to say, to be fair, she's been telling me her roommate is sick. How many couples do you think are going to break up during this whole quarantine? Because they're together apart. 
<laughs> like, 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 I feel like mine's more on edge because we're apart. Mm-hmm. But if we were together, already be over. You think so? Yeah. You think this is a blessing in disguise to like not be. I mean, together. I think it's all just probably, probably a greater sign that it's not going to work either way. <laughs> we need, we need, uh, w- w- our relationship thrives off intermittent interaction. <laughs> Does she feel the same way? She's like, I hope Josh texts me today. <laughs> I have, I've I have eaten him a cake day. and everything. Huh? I made him a cake. I hope he knows that I really value him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, you know, it's weird. It's like, it's almost, it's like, it's like challenging to kind of assess the nature of, uh, of a relationship in this situation because it's so foreign from, um, from the reality of life mm-hmm. as for 35 years as of last Monday. Uh, for, for 35 years, you know, it's been about like going out and doing things and pursuing passions, pursuing dreams. Um, but that's all like on hold, and there's no telling what the future has in store. Well, that's, and that uh, hasn't changed much. There's what? some stay at home couples, there's couples that don't go out, so they're just like, uh, same as usual. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But like, you know, we're we're like an ambitious couple, so like, when when once that like ambition is out the door. It's almost harder to like gauge things. Yeah. So I was giggling at an ambitious couple. <laughs> and my girlfriend was laughing at you too. So <laughs> you don't think that's you don't think that's a reasonable thing to consider yourself, uh, Lana? We're like we're like one of those house of cards couples. Or like entertainment, and, except except failing miserably. Josh refers to himself as Kevin Spacey. Failing, failing, failing miserably at my house of cards in the entertainment industry plan as a couple. But uh, we, um, we like picture one of us being Kevin Spacey at the beginning of this podcast. Money was on me. Okay. <laughs> I think money's still on you. Um, you know, I bought his uh, his. Uh, his master classes <laughs> when he was at it was back like before I moved out to LA. I bought. I bet it's master. really good. I bet it's really good. Yeah, I know how to sexually assault people. Very good now. No, 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 no. Did you watch the master? Do you still have it? Is it still available? Yeah, I don't think it, it's on my computer somewhere. I didn't finish it. I was very lazy. Did master class take down the Kevin Spacey master class? I don't know. Can I, I still just, order it? Let's find this out because. Like I think it's on my computer somewhere, but it might be like not accessible. I'm gonna look up if Kevin Spacey Masterclass is available. I have like the copy. I have the one, the original one. Like when he like finally gets you know his name clear, like he keeps saying uh, in those weird videos. Ah, it's pulled. Kevin Spacey's online acting course by Masterclass, but there are videos on uh, YouTube of clips of it. Well, does that really count? I kind of have similar hair to Kevin Spacey, I'm realizing. Keep going down this path, Josh. <laughs> um, See what happens. Dude, I, I like, I, you know, when I turn on the radio, 90% of the songs are Michael Jackson. I mean, to be fair, I'm listening to Michael Jackson on Spotify. Radio, yeah, but, yeah. but, <laughs> but 95% of the music is, is, uh, 
it's a really gross exaggeration of how much Michael Jackson is playing on the radio. It's like the radio just went defiant. Michael Jackson came out and they're like, all right, nothing but the hits. Nothing but the hits from now on. Oh, I have it. Oh, I lost you for a second. But I have Kevin Spacey's teaching book. Do you want to go? Oh, this is good. So they just send you the video. So you have the video. Like, you could send them to me, hypothetically. <laughs> Not that I want them. We'll talk after the podcast. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going to become such good actors. <laughs> good accents. <laughs> No, I do declare. That's how we're all acting for now. We all we all have this southern twang, very evil. Um, I listened to so uh, I went on a road trip for a photo booth gig. To um, those are canceled now too. Thank God, thank God. If anything was going to give me the coronavirus, it was definitely that fucking photo booth that these psychopaths that those psychopaths are touching uh, nonstop. But. Yeah, but, that would have been miserable for you. They just what? said photo booths are still okay. They they decided that photo booths were a um what what's the term for like the things that remain open? Not uh, essential. It's, it's essential, essential is an essential is an essential thing. Like people need hot photos. That's good. You just took a snapshot, Reed. <laughs> I took a picture of us together because uh, you're gonna like this. Oh, did you get it? Yeah, I did. Does it show Kevin Spacey in it? Oh no, I I, I missed it. Send it back to me. I, I it was small, and then I exited out to not block the. the I, text, I texted you. You gotta look at that picture. Okay, okay. I look look at it on the phone. See if you um, can podcast. There it goes. The young Kevin Spacey there. I think I was handsomer at that age. <laughs> look at the little pipe. That's great. <laughs> um, all right. So wait, what was I? What was I just? You're talking about photo booths and like how they would still make that like essential, and then you have to be the work it because they want a hot photo, and you're like, no one knew. You're still like a great customer salesman. I worked a couple photo booths with Josh Edelman, and I would say out of the two that we worked, two of them went horribly wrong. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You done two. One of them was like the biggest disaster of any event I've ever done. Yeah. And then the other one um, was. Well, the funny thing about the one that was a disaster is I didn't get caught. So it really wasn't a disaster at all. Uh, nobody noticed. Yeah, because there's a lot of events going on there. It's like, oh, are you here? <laughs> yeah. But I had you... another one that wasn't as big a disaster, but I got caught. And then ultimately, that was the worst, the worst version of it. But the other one, this yeah, you got a good steak. It was like a good event. You got to hang out with Dano, son of a famous quarterback Dan Marino. Wait, so Dano told me a hilarious thing. So, so my friend Dano is the son of Dan Marino, who we were talking about earlier in the podcast, Um, and uh, he looks just like him. And Reed knew that I was friends with Dan Marino's son, and he's working this event with Dano, whose name is Dan, and uh, and and Dan Marino's nickname was Dano also. Uh, uh, and and like halfway through the event, they're like, "So you know Josh?" Reed's like, "So you know Josh from Florida, right?" And Dano's like, "Yeah." It's like, "So do you also know Dan Marino's son?" <laughs> <laughs> The other funniest one, the other funniest one interaction was um, 
Avra Friedman. You know Avra? Uh, I might need a visual thing to Comedian, remember. funny, cool, cool girl in comedy. Uh, she was on a show of mine that Dano came to. Mm-hmm. And uh and this this is this is exactly why sports doesn't work on In LA. A on a comedy podcast. Yeah. Dano and her are talking outside and, and she's like, What's your what's your name? He's like, uh, and he goes, Dan Marino. And then she goes, Wait a minute. Are you related to Ken Marino? <laughs> Just saying the actual <laughs> Just a Hall of Fame quarterback, you know? Like, like he's literally yeah. like, my name is the name of the most famous of all people. Named like Tom Marino, and I look identical to him. And she's like, wait a minute. You wouldn't be related to Ken Marino, would you? That's this town. Oh, so silly. Uh, so how are you holding up not doing mics? How do you feel? Oh, great. Was Joe expecting you to be hosting Fourth Walls when you got back? At my work, uh, I have a shift every Saturday that's like guaranteed a shift. And other days I kind of just pick up. So I was like, kind of like, do I text him and say I'm not going to come in to work that awful shift on a Saturday? And by uh, yesterday, they closed them all down. So I didn't have to worry about it. So we're good. But I would probably not have gone to that. I was like, I'm not going to die for it. Yeah, easy for you to say now, Reed, where you don't have to. Reed was like, like gearing up for Saturday. <laughs> Can't let Sarah Lawrence know. You like have yeah. you have like a you have a paper mask of Joe's face on it that you're walking up onto the stage with. What? That's why I had the mustache and no one recognized. <laughs> hey, this is uh this is rude. <laughs> no, it wasn't me, Sarah. It was rude. He's a different person. Rude has the coronavirus. It's rude that has the coronavirus. Rude has it. Rude was vomiting all morning. Yeah. Rude can't breathe. Reed, healthy as a whistle. Josh, real talk. I think Rude Smackenberry uh, does have it for sure. He's he's still out there. Just. He's shaking hands on purpose. You got to do your own. Uh, you got to do your own. Me, myself, and Irene. Me, uh, myself, oh, I, I rude. I have a lot of uh, alter egos. I got rude smackenberry, a weed uh, crackenberry. That's my drugged out guy. Uh, rude <laughs> hackenberry. It's called borderline personality disorder. I don't know about that. I think I'm just talented. I have many <laughs> that happen to kind of rhyme with my name. All right, so that's my opinion. You have lewd. You have lewd. Uh, lewd. Well, lewd, it's funny. Lewd has nothing to do with read. It, it more rhymes with rude. Yeah. But it's. Lude, lude is lude is one of rude smackenberry's alter your he alter egos have alter egos lude what would lude's last name be uh, i just come up with one right now nude allberries <laughs> no nude allberries that's uh this character you are right now with the nude allberries he's, he's he's showing off all his berries have you been working out have you been doing the p90x thing yeah I yeah have, yeah so it sounds like, like, like i've out of this I'm like month or a long thing this thing's gonna be. 
if I don't lose 10 pounds, I'm just going to leave LA. <laughs> it's like, I just, I won't make it. I'm not a leading man. <laughs> oh, God, please don't lose 10 pounds. I'm going to send you a couple boxes, extra boxes of pasta I have. No! <laughs> I've been like an hour, an hour and a half each day. I've been doing that. How long have you been working? How much have you been working out? Uh, I do about 15 minutes a day. <laughs> Have all the time dude the i did like i did like i did five minutes worth of like a kettlebell workout my first day of quarantine yeah, at the great. end at the end of the workout at the end of the workout the the instructor online said good job ladies and i was like yeah, <laughs> she said good job ladies and then the next day i could barely walk i could yeah. like i my legs were in such pain and I'm like, I'm such a piece of shit. Hopefully my hopefully my immune system is stronger than me. <laughs> oh, uh, me and Lana were doing insanity. That's uh Sean T's workout where you do like a oh, bunch yeah, yeah. of yeah. I, I tried to walk for a couple of days. I, I tried said for the reasons. <laughs> I tried the insanity workout. At one point in my life, I got right before I went to Europe, I got really in shape doing the full insanity work. Sure, yeah, there's no proof of that, but go. I could I could send you pictures. I could send you pictures. <laughs> Insanity. It's just me like holding a gun in my mouth. There you work out. <laughs> I was uh I was shredded, not shredded, but like, you can see the outlines of a six pack before I moved out here to Los Angeles. Back when I was twenty. There was a point at which you were looking fit before you started looking fat. Yeah, uh, I got a little bit chunky. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. Uh, but I'm gonna look. Yeah, so you good. got. Comfortable, you got. Comfortable. I got comfortable, yeah. I just didn't care. I took a whole year off of fitness. I was like, I'm just gonna get funny. I was really like committed to getting in shape before I got into my relationship, and, uh, <laughs> and then, um, and then I just like I, I did nothing. Six yeah. months. She's still saying you like you look good and all that. That's my girlfriend says that. No, all. no, she tells me. She tells me she wants me to work out. Ah, okay. <laughs> She's very upfront about. Not she's hoping here, like he's got all the time in the world. He's, <laughs> he's gonna look. He sent me those photos before he went to Europe. He's gonna look good. I sh I she asked me for a picture, and I sent her a picture before I went to Europe, and she was immediately like, "A recent picture." So <laughs> <laughs> you're doing. Uh, what are you? Are you gonna leave the house at all to go like on a quarantine date, or it's just like completely no? Uh, at the moment, uh, she's not seeing me. <laughs> um, actually, today today is uh, officially the six month day. This is this today is officially the day. We chose and with me. Wow, very good. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, we we haven't we haven't even spoken today yet. Um, <laughs> her waiting by the phone i hope he calls <laughs> but uh don't worry there's i feel i feel like there's a zero percent chance she watches this podcast <laughs> i don't think there's a zero percent chance that anyone watches this podcast <laughs> i'd say there's a chance people start it it started yeah. hot it started hot with the whole pedophile thing yeah. Yeah, in fact, I'm probably going to cut the trailer out of that part. Um, but, uh, <laughs> this is the part we just shit talk everyone in the local scene. Oh, no. a tea? Thank you so much. I got a tea made for me. Uh, uh, I miss I miss being only three months into my relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
four months uh, uh, Lana Scott at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, no, you guys are you guys are a cute couple. Thank um, you. Did she do all those paintings in the back? Yeah, she's a little artist. Well, she did, she did some paintings. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I was holding the, the screen, so I couldn't do this. Uh, all right. <laughs> you won't let me hang up my paintings for good reason. There. Uh, I like that little, that little mug. So, is it a one bedroom you guys are in together? Yes. In uh, in Van Nuys. Van Nuys. Van. Everyone in Van Nuys is expected to get hit by the coronavirus. Has it not hit us yet? What? Not one case in uh, Van Nuys. You guys are all. You guys are all so immune from the disgusting porn you guys do there. <laughs> all our gang members wear the bandanas. Mm-hmm. They're keep, we ain't got no, no fucking virus in my neighborhood. Yeah. Is Van Nuys a really ganged out uh, neighborhood? I went out for a, a walk today. I think I look pretty. Um, I'll show you how I was looking. I was looking like this, like I'm a a robber from like the like an old western bandana. That's like a clever. That's a clever mouth cover. Not really. I think this is just as effective. Just I've, just got, I've just got five hundred of these. I'm kidding. I I've got literally I've got literally one box of them that I bought um that I bought when there were the fires happening. Oh. Because the fires were close to you. Those fires didn't get anywhere near, near you. Listen, I am a hypochondriac neurotic. Uh I okay. I came yeah. prepared for this shit. Um I haven't, stepped, I haven't stepped foot into a Ralph's. What? You haven't stepped, have you gone grocery shopping yet? I went grocery shopping a month ago. I, I was like, this shit's coming. I bought, I bought. Josh uh, Edelman always knows first. What? Uh, Josh Edelman always knows first. If ever my hypochondria has come in handy, it's right now. This has been the moment where I am like, like this is the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is a dream scenario for you. Uh, how many toilet paper rolls do you have? Um, well, I, it's funny. The thing is I ordered, I don't get the whole toilet paper, like people freaking out about it. I had like, I bought like one, one thing, a toilet paper, uh, right after people started freaking out about it. And then I went on Amazon and ordered like, um, four things of it. And it came the other day. What? That's not coming till April. No, I got it. I got it already. I ordered it like right at the start, right? When people start freaking out, I just went on and ordered some. Lana ordered some and said it's not coming till like April like second. If I was able to leave the house, I'd drop off some toilet paper to you guys. But uh... <laughs> Lana says we have all my screenplays to use. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listen. On that note, I think we're gonna wrap up this episode of Quarantine. Anything you want to promote, Reed? Have you been recording this this whole time? Yeah. Piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, we're just having a good conversation. Uh, I can't promote any live shows because <laughs> they're all canceled indefinitely. Uh, we have one tonight, but this podcast won't be on today. So yeah, promote it. Me and Lana are going to impersonate every comic in town. I'm going to do you. Uh, it's going to be great. So that's live. Yeah, I'm going to make a rebuttal video. I'm going to oh, make no. a rebuttal video of you and Lana. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people making mean videos of me afterwards. But uh, I. Um, uh, well, you've seen my impression of you, it's pretty but, good. Uh, but my impression of Lana 
No one's seen my Lana impression yet. Can we get a preview? Um, you got, I was dating this guy. I was dating this guy. You're not going to... He lives with his parents. He li- Lana, you've, got, you've actually taken <laughs> a step down. You were dating a guy that lived with his parents. Now you're dating a guy that lives with you. <laughs> the parents like if not with you. Now was otherwise had a place to live if not with you. Reed is otherwise homeless. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> that guy had that guy had parents with a house. You've moved down to someone with nothing, with a mustache. All. I'm dating a guy with a mu- you're not going to believe what he did. <laughs> it was funny like the first the first like month of knowing Lana like Lana showing up on the scene was just hearing her shit talk uh this poor guy that she was banging. <laughs> it was just it was it was just like a, the continuing saga of this sad man. And like and like the stories were so sad. They were so sad. Because, like, I remember it'd be like, like, the guy, like, was just trying to stay over, and Lana was kicking him out. And then she looks out his window as he's walking to his car, and he, like, like kicks a can, like, oh, shucks. And, like, <laughs> that was the punchline. I was like, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I made her sign a prenup before we started dating. She can't uh, do any material about me. That's not what a prenup is. Oh shit! I don't know what I made her sign. Oh, I think I think the reality is Lana made you sign a prenup. Oh no! I'm over. And like, I'm kidding. But easily, but easily fooled you into convincing you you were signing that she was signing the prenup. She's like, I signed this prenup for you. You know, just make sure you're safe. And, and you're like, <laughs> all right, guys, thanks for uh, thanks for checking out Quarantime. If you have any questions, you can email me at quarantinepodcast at gmail.com. Like, subscribe. Uh, you know, hopefully this podcast doesn't go on for too much longer, but uh, it's going on for now. And uh, see you all soon. Check out Reed's Instagram stories if they're still up where he impersonates all the comics. I'm sure they're going to be horrible. Uh, and uh, and we'll catch you maybe tomorrow. Thanks for thanks hey. for watching. God, I hate that guy so much. Uh.